ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Peter Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. Oh, Ted, F Slovakia. Oh, I'm so angry about that. I mean, look, it's what, two days after the Super Bowl and I'm already into hockey mode? Yes, <laughs> Olympic hockey mode. Yeah. And freaking Slovakia just crushed our hopes and dreams of Team USA going to the finals. Yeah. To win the gold medal. The- so I was telling Steve I had a big plan Saturday. So I had to do something in the morning, meet a buddy for lunch. And I was like, oh, gold medal game. Right. I was anticipating us in Canada again. Like, perfect. 8-10. Puck drops. I'll be sitting on my couch. You're so SNL. This is ideal. And they lost penalty shots. Yeah. I know. Or a shootout. That's a right. Shootout. Sorry. Yeah. Which I, soccer terms. I did not realize that they were doing shootouts. I guess, yeah, Olympic hockey is different than NHL playoffs. I always forget. Like, I just. It, I and you just know, assume, overtime's only three on three? Yes. I did not realize that. I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Dude, that's how and NHL does that now. And it's. I thought nuts. it was four on four. No, three on three. All right. Yeah, except for um, I think in the playoffs, if I remember correctly, it's still five on five. Okay, just, they, that's just in the playoffs. It just goes back to normal, and we play until the players die. All right. Yeah. Now listen, I know I'm supposed to do the sports stuff, but from from still trying to get better at hockey, like four on four seems open with shots. Yes. Three on three seems almost like too much chaos. Exhausting. Yeah, I'm just yeah. like it. Just seems very hard to actually like you're just. Basically, you're hoping for a one-on-one with the with the goaltender. You're pretty much you're doing everything you can to hold on to that puck to get that perfect shot because you know if you don't, the other team's probably going to have a breakout. It's going to be like a two-on-one or a pe- or a, a full-on breakaway, and the game's over. Yeah, I just feel there's like there's too much room, right? I feel like when there's two penalties yeah. with like a fight or something, it's four-on-four. Four, like it still kind of looks like like a three-on-three. Three, I'm like, this is insanity, dude. Like we do three-on-three three hockey sometimes in Snow King and Renton. But it's on what they call the small ice. The ice is about 60% smaller, maybe 70% smaller than your typical ice sheet of ice. All right. So three on three is perfect. Like it's a good size. Everyone's, you, you still got, you got room to move, but it's not completely open. But there are times when we do like on the big ice and we don't have enough skaters. So we try and do like four and four or three on three. And it's just like, guys, this is not fun. Like it's <laughs> yeah. just, everyone's tired. Guys are huffing and puffing. You're, you're stopping one-on-ones left yeah. and right. I think even Yarmir Yager was like bummed when he made the All-Star team because it was like, you know how the All-Star game, they do it three on three. three, on three yeah. A little tournament. And he's just like, I don't want to play three on three. I'm too old for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, we're going to probably talk a lot of sports. Super Bowl weekend just happened. Yeah. Uh, cracking, find ways to disappoint us. They're just not good. Sorry. I guess on the air, I'm like, it's almost like as if they're an expansion team. Yeah, like, right. They have moments where they look like the best. Like they, they look like they can compete with all the other teams, and then they have other moments against Toronto where they look like they're just not ready. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, what are you going to do? I don't know, man. I don't know, Steve. I guess watch where hockey. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm still going to go to games. So I got to get down to the lair because they just uh, released a, a black-on-black line of clothing. And those are always cool. Yeah. Like, like when the Sounders release some black stuff, I'm always like, yep, I'm going to buy one. Yep, I need to get down there to the lair, get some, because they also have like a like the, the, the beanie. It's black on black with the red eye, and I think they have some shirts or hoodies where it's black on black with the red eye. And I'm like, that's going to pop. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> well, I bet you're excited because the Sounders got new kits. They did. Yeah, I you like, like them. I do. Mm-hmm. I like the, the I don't know what you call that. Is it is it squares? Is it crisscross? 
Yeah, I'm not sure. Originally, when I saw like the quote unquote leaked one, which it turned out it wasn't that. It was, was like, right. It was close. It was very close, but it was like weird. They have a checkers board on their stomachs. You know, this one I think is cool though. Yeah, and the checkerboard, it depends. Like, there's a lot of teams around the world that use it. Oh, okay. Honestly, there was a team in Premier this year in public that had it was the exact same kit. I was like, did the Sounders just steal it from public? And I know you hate Portland, though, but their new kit looks pretty freaking cool. I didn't look at it. It's like roses. Like, it's like uh, rose gold, I think. All right. And it's got, like, roses on it. It looked pretty sweet. Yeah. I but mean, at Portland, I know. Yeah, it's tough, though. I know. They, like, they have great support, and some of their gear is not bad. I hate it when they wear, like, when they used to wear, like, their red, like, it used to almost look like Arsenal. I was like, well, you guys just take that off. (laughs) Just take it off. You're killing me. TED Talks, starring Beatrix Smith. This one, you know, like, sometimes it's okay to say no to stuff. And, like, I I, I, I need to learn that. I was going to say, right, the two guys standing here in the studio are probably the worst at it. I'm awful at that. I know. But sometimes it's okay to say no. And then I would also remind people, like, like I say this all the time, but, like, cut out time for people you actually like. Like, I saw some people on Super Bowl Sunday I hadn't seen in months. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, oh, yeah, there is a reason I hang. I used to hang out with these people all the yeah. time. You know, as opposed to just, you know, because I, I, I'm sure a lot of people are the same way, right? Whether you're... Super popular like Ted Smith and everybody invites you to stuff or you're doing stuff with kids and family. Like there's always a lot of options out there. Or you're a wrestler who's also in local bands, right? Like there's a lot Who of are op- these idiots. I know. There's a lot of options. Oh. It's not like you don't like the other but sometimes I'm just like, right, like I should cut out time to spend with like people that are important to me. And that has been my main goal. I have no problem saying no to just random stuff. Yeah. I have a hard time saying no to things where I'm like, oh, that sounds like it's gonna be a lot of fun. But then it's like, they, they add up. So they it's like, do. oh, I want to do this wrestling show. Oh, I want to do this one. Next thing you know, I'm booked like five times in a month. And I'm like, that's three more times than I want to be booked in a month. <laughs> and my wife's like, you're, you're not gone a lot. And I'm like, I know. And I train on Wednesdays. It's like, uh, I, my goal, I, I, I've agreed to a lot of things already. So it's like, I'm like, I just got to ride out till like April. And then after that, I think I'm going to try and be better at just pumping the brakes. Like there's like a few promotions that hit me up. And I'm like, look. I'm just, I can't take it. I, I, I want to, and let's talk later. But right now at this very moment, I need to just, and my wife's not even, it's not even like Sid's telling me, like, you need to take a break from all this. You need to take a break. I just personally want to take a break so I can spend more time with her and the kid. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and that's the tough part too, right? There's sometimes for me where I kind of neglect like stuff I should be doing personally. So I'm out doing stuff. With it. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't have to go to all this stuff. No, we don't have to. It's, yeah. it's okay. It could. It's okay to miss something that's fun. Yeah, well, right. That's another big one, too. It's okay to miss something that's fun. Again, it's why I'm pissed at you, USA Hockey. This was going to kind of be my secret excuse. Now I just got to lie to people and tell them I really care about the gold medal game. Yeah, you just love hockey. It doesn't matter who's playing. You're there to watch. You love when countries compete. I know. Like, trust me, I almost did it today. So it was like, you want to watch this uh, women's gold medal game? And I was just like, yeah, no, no, it's Wednesday. I just need to go home and chill out. And I say all this, and I just post on my Twitter. I just, uh, it's all confirmed. I'm going to Dallas because I didn't say I no. <laughs> I was offered an opportunity to wrestle in Dallas for WrestleMania weekend. <laughs> now, that's a big one, though. Yeah, even me, I, 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 I was like, babe, you can say no, and I'm not just saying that. And I always preface a lot of the things I want to do because I'm like, I go into it just expecting she's going to say no, and I'll be okay with that. All right. So, excuse me. 
See, Steve, you can't even get to the story. I'm you so need exhausted. time to reset. I know. I'm just, I need a nap. Uh, so I was like, say no if you, and I won't, zero ill will. Like, uh, but I was offered this opportunity to be flown to Dallas to wrestle at WrestleMania weekend. Would that be okay? And she's like, well, what, what are the dates? I tell her the dates. She's like, well, we got nothing going on around that time. And I'm like, if you don't want me to go say no, she's like, she's like, that sounds like way too good of an opportunity to pass up. Yeah. And, and I look, I go, thank you. I was thinking that. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, <laughs> but I, it's not often you get invited and a company is going to pay your flight, pay your room. It's it's a guy at my level that does not happen to. So the fact that it's happening, it's surreal. And I don't know if I'll get more bookings, but I hope to. Yeah, sure. Well, so, and I mean, I feel like eventually this just sends you on a collision course with AJ. <laughs> Yeah, let's go, AJ Francis. All right, I saw Come his on. ninety days are up last night. Let's go, top dollar. <laughs> You're looking at bottom, bottom peso. dollar. That is, but it is a pretty kind of cool story, right? Like, like you used to always go to WrestleMania and watch these other shows, and now you're wrestling in one. I'm going to wrestle at one of them. I still don't know the exact details just yet, but once I do, I'll let people know. But it's just surreal to me, yeah. And it's like, I don't know if I'm going to be wrestling next year around WrestleMania time. I, I truly don't know. Like, I might be done by then. Like, it's just like, that's why I'm like trying to get in all this fun stuff. That's why it's hard to say no. Yeah. I know like my window is closing more and more, quicker and quicker and quicker. It's just like, I'm getting, I'm getting too old to do this. And I have a short period of time. I want to make the most of it. So it's like, it's, it's awesome, dude. I'm, I'm really excited. Like, even if I get one show and I get to wrestle just once, the fact that I got to do that, what a great life experience. Yeah, exactly. Plus, I mean, right, you have to figure in a few years, like, Tatum's going to do something. Yes. So then you got to start going to her sporting events. Yeah, she's going to suck my life dry. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, you want to do that? Great. Let's go watch you play soccer. No. <laughs> right. All right. Yeah, yeah. Dance class. Sweet recitals. I'm in. I can't dance wait. It, man, dancing's big now. Everybody's dancing. Who's dancing? Like, my cousin's kids dance. Yeah. No, I was talking to another three-year-old this weekend i was like nice tutu they're like i wear it at dance class i was like that adds up i'll be the, uh, dude I, I joke about i'm gonna be there like practically fighting back tears whenever i watch my daughter do anything fun <laughs> this is the most amazing thing i've ever seen <laughs> right now i get I, her new thing right now is she likes to spin in circles just for an extended period of time to where i'm getting dizzy watching her and then she tries to walk and, of course, stumbles and thinks it's the funniest thing ever. I'm like, she's basically a drunk human. Right. And you're like, you're going to hit your head. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like there's a, a, a there's parts of our house where I'm like, you know what? Knock Spin. yourself out. Spin. Spin. You'll land on the carpet. You'll land on the floor. You're probably not going to like it. It's not the end of the world. Then there's parts where she's doing it. I'm like, there's the edge of the coffee table. <laughs> like, I'm like putting my hand in the way. Like... Like, why is this entertaining to you? Why is it fun to spin in a circle for a good couple of minutes until you physically cannot walk straight? I Yeah. I mean, look, I, I did it on Sunday. I watched two three-year-olds just sprinting. Oh, I thought you were the one spinning. Oh, no. I watched two three-year-olds just sprinting through a living room where there's a fireplace. And there's foam on the edge of the bricks. But, like, still. Right. And it it's tough, right? It's like, I was just looking at my buddy. I go, look, man, you just have to f- fight it. Just don't watch them. And he's like, why? And I was like, because the anxiety is going to kill you. Yes. I go, but hey, they aren't our kids. They obviously know what they're And I go, and I don't know how to explain it. They keep missing by that much every time. It's like Tatum has a little ball pit. It's a little small one in, yeah. in like her playroom. And it's in the corner of the room. And I always try to make it a point to pull it away from the wall. But sometimes it ends up that way and we don't notice. Because as the taller she gets, 
she just runs until she hits the the little like foam circle wall and then just topples over into the ball pit and thinks it's the funniest thing. She's just a few more inches away from just doing that and banging her head on the, on the corner of the wall. And I'm just like, this is so much anxiety, man. Like watching this go down the stairs is like my heart races every time. Cause she's just like doing it, looking up. I'm like, careful. I, I will say this though. I was at a party a couple months ago and it was somebody's like uh, new house to them. So it has like a big basement, but the stairs like are kind of steep and tight. Mm-hmm. It's like circle. <laughs> and I was like, what's with the baby gate? Like, you don't have a kid. And she was like, it's not for you, but there's some people coming over that I'm worried about. I was like, what? Oh, oh yeah. They were just straight up putting a baby gate up so that a couple people just didn't trip over the stairs at the party. <laughs> That's knowing your friends really well. It is, right? <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get I, into Also, the- I have to say, in defense of some people, like, look, you know me, right? Like, Ted will stay up too late, probably put on rap music, and then want to eat something. Yes. Some people, for whatever reason, are just fallers. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of a joke, but after, like, the third beer, like, my, my speech starts getting a little, like, you're just yeah. like, not that he's hammered, but you're like, oh, he's had a couple beers. Right. Yeah, I know some people, though, after like that fourth beer, they just start falling. Tell your buddy Zach at the Classic. Yeah, he was fine. He's just a fall. Right, like see somebody like that, you got to put the gate up. Yep, he just runs around and falls down like a child. You know, in college, we used to do that, though. We'd stand in a, in a, on the lawn with a baseball bat, and you'd circle around it a bunch of times. Oh, and yeah. And try and run straight. Yeah. We were drunk. Oh, my kid's going to party probably when she becomes an adult. We got time. I know. I got to get her off of the spinning thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, when we come back, we'll jump into the wide world of sports. Plus, we've got a tweet that asks... Tweet question. Yes, maybe this will be a new feature. All the right. Tweet question of the week. Tweet question. When the Megacast returns. <laughs> Ted and Steve need a minute to jump in the shower and crush a beer. The Megacast will be back. Somewhere, someone you know is in the middle of a dry spell. Spend all your time waiting. It may have been brought on by a recent breakup, a hectic work schedule, or bad personal hygiene. Many people in the middle of a dry spell have lost self-confidence, become withdrawn, and feel ashamed. Let's all do our part to relieve the suffering of others by banging a buddy. When you bang a buddy, you can bring someone out of the cold darkness of deviant self-pleasure and into the soothing light of casually pooled fluids and an awkward goodbye. So don't wait until you're staring into the puppy dog eyes of someone pleading with you for pelvic relief. Someone near you is in a dry spell right now. Bang a buddy. It's the right thing to do. I feel like I am stuck at a party that I didn't even want to be invited to. The Megacast is back. Mm, 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 mm. Ted, what do you want to do? You want to do uh, the question of the week? 
the tweet question of the week, or you want to jump right into the wide world of sports. Let's hear the tweet, tweet question of the week. All right, that's we'll play the intro. I don't have one. Oh. It's now time for the tweet question of the week. Week, 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 week. All right, this comes from our friend Nick, a.k.a. Around Seattle. He says, what's the best last-minute decision you have made within the last year? Like going to a show, a concert, or an event? Ooh, all right. I forgot about the second part of that question. Because I was going to say buying an air fryer. Oh. Yeah. I was just with I was with a buddy. We well, were I mean, driving home on a Sunday, and he was like, hey, I got to pop in Costco. They're on sale. And then I was like, screw it. It's 50 bucks. I'm going to get one, too. Dude, I'll be honest. Ever since I saw your air fryer, I have massive air fryer envy. <laughs> Oh, really? Well, because ours is like half the size of yours. Oh, yeah. Wait, it was 50 bucks. Have you figured out how to keep the, the thing in the inside in? Yeah, apparently if you use it enough, it comes out a little bit easier. But oh, okay. yeah, you were there. I hadn't used it yet. <laughs> it was like impossible getting that thing in there. Dude, yeah. We were both having a very hard time getting the part that you put inside the air fryer. Yeah, somehow now it's kind of uh, it's kind of loosened up a little bit so you can actually like get in and out of it. That's awesome. Yeah. Dude, for me... That's a tough question because there really hasn't been a bunch of shows this year. But I wouldn't say it was last minute, but the Globetrotters was definitely a good call to go see. Yeah, I want now I want to see the Globetrotters based on your review. Yeah, I was I was yeah. like, man, that was awesome. You know, uh oh, here's a good one. So my wife and my mother-in-law, her mom, and Tatum were gonna go to Knutson Farms on Saturday during the day, and they were just gonna do like, like you know, the girls kind of a thing. All right. But I had to go do Defy that night. So I was going to be ring announcing at Defy, but so I had a lot of downtime, and I'm like, you know, they're doing a seminar. This guy, Jonathan Gresham, who's the Ring of Honor champion, was wrestling at Defy, and he was doing a seminar early in the day at like three in the afternoon for anyone who's like, you know, a current either student in wrestling or an active wrestler. It's like 25 bucks. And I was like, you know what? I got, it's either sit on the couch and do nothing, or I could learn from the Ring of Honor champion. So I said, screw it, got in my car, went down there. Did a seminar, one of the greatest things I've done. Like no as far as seminars. Like it right. was the dude is just a wealth of knowledge. And he was such a cool guy. And also, at one point, I'm just ch- trading holds with him. I'm like, this is the freaking Ring of Honor world champion. And I got him in a wrist lock. Was it <laughs> like, at, at the same arena at Washington Hall? Yeah, it was at Washington Hall before anything. Sometimes they do this. If like if a fly-in one of the big name wrestlers wants to do a seminar, they'll get in early and from like three to five. For anywhere from twenty five to fifty bucks, depending on which wrestler and what they're charging. Like his was twenty five. They'll they'll just give you some tips, talk about how they like the psychology. I liked how he did it. He was just like, "Hey, what do you guys want to work on?" And he figured out a way to integrate all the stuff that we all wanted to work on into the seminar, which was really cool. So we had no set right. plan. We basically dictated. Some come in with a set plan. Some better than others. His was the best one I've been, I've ever been to. All right. Yeah, it was awesome. Jonathan Gresham, awesome guy. And, it, and and his stuff was just cool. The problem is, I wish I would have had like a video camera on it because he's showing us so much freaking cool stuff. By the time it's over, can't remember. I don't remember any of it. I remember two things. Yeah, like shows are tough because I mean, last year the best show I went to was with you, Pearl Jam. No, no, uh, Ribelay. Oh yeah, right. Because was- I didn't. We didn't really go to any big shows. That's last true. Because every, almost everything was still getting canceled, or yep. they'd set them up and then they get canceled again. Yeah, and I can't remember, like, and also if it's like he said, it was like a last minute decision. I don't, I can't think of a last minute concert decision I've done. 
Yeah, me neither. It's yeah. been years since I've just been like last second, like, oh, I'm going to pull the trigger and go to this. Nick, we're boring. You should Next time, ask us questions that are a little bit less uh, difficult. I mean, we're not, but we are, right? I was like, oh, I got an air fryer on a whim. <laughs> <laughs> and that has been... <laughs> Your tweet Twitter. question of the week. Of the week. <laughs> That's too good. Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. This is the Ted Smith's Wide World of Sports. Brought to you by Smith Family Popcorn. Good people. Great popcorn. <laughs> well, I will say this. A couple days after the Super Bowl, you look at it more and more and like, yeah, the Rams are just, they were just a better team. Like oh, the, yeah. The score was very close, but I forgot about like, you could have called it pass interference on offense. On their one like big touchdown, like mm-hmm. the defensive line is just so good, and Aaron Donald's just a beast. Oh, and and man, yeah, when they had the interception right at the beginning of the second half, I was like, oh, maybe maybe Cincinnati's got this. Yeah, and it was looking good, and then they pulled the ultimate Seahawks in that you have the ball, you have your destiny in your hands. It's fourth down, one yard to go, and and your quarterback has a chance to make something happen. And what does he do? He gets sacked. Yeah, I know. The, the, that's a good call. That That is like being a Seahawks that, fan. That was tough to watch. That, as soon as it happened, I go, everybody in Cincinnati now knows what it's like to be a Seahawks fan. Yeah. Except they had to experience that on the grandest scale of them all. And also, I, it makes me uncomfortable that Russell Wilson just hangs out with the commissioner at the Super Bowl. I, I thought it was so funny to see people on Twitter just like, man, Russell Wilson, two years in a row, teacher's pet. And I was like, yeah, yeah he kind of looks like it. And and let's be honest, after the last year, like he's not a top five quarterback. Like, what what is he doing there? And I get he's trying to expand his brand and this and that. And like, but it is kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. I don't. It just made me uncomfortable. I was like, that. I don't know, man. That doesn't feel right. That and then I got my buddy Dan back in D.C. is like, dude, he's coming here. Everybody's saying it. And I was like, stop it, dude. That's been the latest. Uh, that's the latest uh, rumor. Is that yeah. he's going to become a what is it, a commander? A commander. Commander, I know. I'm just like I don't know, but he was on the Mad Dog show and uh, uh, and it it was point blank asked, "Hey, are you going to be going back to Seattle?" And he said, "This." You know, I've been fortunate to be able to play ten amazing years, you know, in Seattle, and so my hope and goal was to be back there and and to keep winning it there. You know, that's the that's the vision, that's the goal, and uh, that's always been it. It's it's never really been anything different. To win more there, that'd be that'd be. I want to win three more Super Bowls. That's my focus is to get back and win it again, and for us to. To, to overcome all the obstacles that, you know, uh, and that, that's, there's nothing more fun than that. Right. Which is a nice way of saying nothing. Right, right, right. right. Like, I, I, yeah, I want to stay there, but I don't know if I'm staying there. Right. And he's, look, he's super professional and everything about it, but that's like the whole thing. It's like, right. He gives answers like that. Right. I heard that. I was like, right. So that, I would, that answered nothing. And told me that he doesn't want it bad enough because I want a quarterback that wants to win five Super Bowls. Just like, like, why three? Why are we stopping at three? Are you telling us you only have three more years left in your career? You should want a Super Bowl every season. Ten more. Let's yeah. go. And, like, some, <laughs> sometimes, too, like, you see the Rams, like, there's ways to move around the cap and this and that. So, I, who knows? 
And then, right. You, who knows? Who knows? I, I don't know. I Like, anymore with the NFL, like, oh, the salary cap, this and that. Like, well, the Rams somehow move stuff around. Yep. Got Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. Got Von Miller. Yep. Got OBJ. I mean, Von Miller and OBJ showed up during the season. Like, they sold it. So it's like, the Seahawks, like, if that front office wants to sell out like that and, like, take a real hard charge this year, like, cool, let's do it. Yeah, it's go time. Yeah. Russ needs three Super Bowls. He's got to be a man of his word. Yeah, and you got to put some money in the offensive line, and yes. you got you get you got to get. We need a big bad DN like an Aaron Donald or J, you know probably not JJ Watt right now, but you know what I mean. Like, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, you need you need that guy. You need a guy that's going to be like the identity of their defense. Yeah, right. Because wait, the LOB was that. Yeah, and like, look, I'll, I, I want to. Bobby still, I agree with Sherm. He's not in his prime, but he's still better than anybody. I think you're going to p- replace him with. Yeah, if you could restructure it. I mean, we'll just give him the money he wants. I don't care. It's not my. I always love when fans get like, "Oh, I, we can't give him that kind of money." I'm like, I honestly, you could get. I don't all. care if you want to give him twenty thousand billion dollars. It doesn't really affect affect me. You're not taking anything out of my bank account. Like if you do, well, good luck. You're not gonna be able to afford much these days. But you know what I mean? It's like I don't yeah. know why people get so worked up about the, the 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 salaries of players. I'm like, if they can get that money, let them get that money. I don't care. I would say the. And look, I did not want the Rams to win. The bonus out of it is it, it does kind of seal the fact that like the NFC West is to me just easily the best division in football. Yes, right. It looks like I don't know what the I don't know what the hell's going on with uh, the Cardinals down there. So that's Super Bowl. Well, their uh, quarterback no longer is following them on social media. Yes, that that is a whole mess down there. All right. So then, what else? We got the we got the Olympics going on. <laughs> Double luge is an amazing sport. I learned more about double luge this week. What the hell is double? I, I know what the luge is. So there's a double one, just the two people together. Yeah, have you not seen it? It's just like basically like one dude's on the bottom and the other oh, dude's yeah, laying yeah, on yeah. top of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, luge also is so dangerous. You realize? So they're all sliding sports, right? Yes. Luge, skeleton, bobsled. Skeleton, I didn't even know about until Rev was telling us about. I mean, I knew about it, but I didn't know the name of it. And I thought uh, when you just see that that little sled that they're on. Yeah. It's and they go down head first. It's so luge is so dangerous. It's literally a one day event. Like bobsled, they fall over and stuff, but it's like you get a couple days. Like mm-hmm. luge is just like, no. Not only that, you realize in the I think it was the Olympics up in Canada, a dude flew off the course. Yes. And then the Olympics were like, that's not our fault, man. He was going too fast. His own corner, the team came out and were like, that guy was going faster than he ever had. He was planning on going faster. We don't blame the course. And it's like, he died. Like, you know what I mean? I'm just like, that sport is insanity. It's almost as dangerous as Action Park. It, good call. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I have been watching some of the hockey. I was, You could tell from the top of this, I was very disappointed. We lost last night, the men. <sighs> that was a heartbreaker. The women are going, going against Canada tonight. Yeah. Uh, what's that? Eight ten on USA. If you want to check that out, nice. man. Yeah, I got home last night. I was sitting there watching. I was like, just finish this game, get through the semis, and then Saturday night, like gold medal, PM baby. gold medal game. Watch our boy Maddie Beneers, future Kraken superstar. Future Kraken superstar. Yeah, yeah. It was it, it was good. Plus, I will say that he was playing good in the Olympics too. And Olympic hockey has a couple different rules. I like mm-hmm. number one. There's just not as many stoppages in play. Yeah. So the games cruise. Uh, I didn't. Ice is bigger. The ice is bigger, so it's kind of faster. There's more passing, which I kind of like. Yeah, it's wider. Yeah. So it's uh, I think it's 200 by 100 as opposed to 200 by 80. Right, I and think. like the goaltender has to have at least a skate in the ice to stop play. 
Yes. Because I saw they got in trouble last night. The dude was outside the crease. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, there is some different roles in here. Yeah, some good ones. Yeah, I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's very appealing to the casual hockey fan. It's faster. Yeah, that's, that's probably what it is. That's what I like about Olympic hockey. I think because it's a it's a it's bigger ice surface, you can um, there's more room to work. Yeah, and there's not as many bruisers. No, no. Well, you can't drop the gloves anyhow. Right, right. Yeah, and then I th- I thought it was crazy. I didn't realize if you're under if you're under eighteen, you got to wear a full uh, cage. It's kind of like that with junior hockey. All right, see, I yeah. didn't know that. So like that's why you see all the T birds and the silver tips. Most of those guys are wearing cages. Yeah, is yeah. it just a matter of time before they put the cage on everybody? Dude, I I mean, I, you know what? If you would have like talked to me probably like in the sixties, I'd be like, they're never gonna make players have to wear helmets. You know, I yeah. mean, eventually these things happen, and it just yeah, I bet at some point. They're going to probably make everybody wear a at least a visor. Right, because right now in the NHL, you don't even have to wear a visor, right? No, some do, some don't. Well, right, cause nobody I, like, wears a cage in the nobody, NHL. No, no, Jesus Christ, no. You Could guys, you they would be all over them. I mean, I feel I mean, bad for Heaney on on, on the donkeys. You guys, those guys give him such a hard time for wearing that, that cage. That was a rule on the team. I mean, I luckily skirted it because I'm the goalie, so I can have a cage. But the rule was you can't be on the team if you wore a cage. Well, and I always— And Heaney— he was on the team before he was, I felt like he got grandfathered in, you know, because he was not wearing a cage until he took a puck to the face. And he realized, you know what? I have a very handsome face. I do not want to ruin it by taking pucks to it. So he started wearing a cage and, and oh man, he caught so much crap for that. Yeah. And it's not just the pucks. Like last night, even Sticks. with the visor, it's just the high sticky. Yep. Yep. And it's, and I've, I'm slowly learning. It's not always like super purpose, like no. on purpose, but yeah, somebody gets that stick up in between your visor. Like that, that hurts. Yeah, sometimes you're poking for the puck and your your stick rides up the other player's stick and the momentum takes it up to their face. Yeah, yeah. But that was all good. I'm trying to think what else I've been watching. The biathlon I like, that's where you ski and shoot. Yes. Which I feel like a lot of Olympic sports are just like, it was just dudes and women doing something and somebody's like, I bet I can do it faster than you can. It is a weird sport. Yeah. Like, how did that even start? I think it's got to be, it was just a lifestyle thing. People used to ride skis in Norway and stuff to go hunting. And then finally it was like, you know what? Yulof, I think I can do this better than you can. Because I remember when I was a kid, it was a video game. I can't remember, I think it was like an Activision game. And it was like the Winter Olympics. And one of the games that you would play was you'd ski and stop and shoot something. And I remember even as a kid, I'm like, how is this a sport? This sounds like the... This sounds like the action scene of like a action movie. Like you're, yeah. you're trying to get away from the bad guy. Oh wait, let me stop and shoot at him. All right, back on. Back yeah, and the main thing I've noticed is like the Summer Olympics. Like, don't get me wrong, people get hurt in Summer Olympics, right? Like you could pull muscles or break something. Like in the Winter Olympics, it seems like these people are on the edge of death. <laughs> and the weird part is like these are sports that we never watch at all again for the next four years. Right outside of hockey. Right. Yeah, right. right. It's like you're not going to catch me watching the world championship of of, of bobsled. I mean, I'm, I know they do it. Yeah, but where and and who's watching it? Right. And like, at what point do you look at your kid? Right. Let's say, right. What are you? Your kids? What? Two, three, two. She's two, and like, you know what? Screw it. I'm putting her head first on this sled, sending her down the ice. Dude, hey, you must see us at the playground. I'm ever supposed to go down the slide? I'm like, hold on, and I flip her over so she goes down the slide head first. Right? See, maybe that's how it's getting it ready. I don't know, right? We're just like, Cur- now look, curling? Dope. I feel like curling. I still contend that you and I, if we just stop our job for a year and focus solely on practicing and becoming a curler, 
we probably could figure out a way to get into the Olympics. Yeah, well, Sean and I were talking about being double losers. Then we found out there's, I don't know about. there's a weight limit. Yeah, Basically, nice. with Come the on. sled, we both have to weigh 165. <laughs> what? I was like, dude, I haven't weighed 165 since grade school. <laughs> Come hang out with your friend Steve. Let's, get, let's start our curling team. Right. The three of us could do a good curling team. I, I think it's a team of three. Four. Four. There's four. Four Who's people. Our fourth? Yeah. Who do we make as our fourth? Ooh, that's a tough one. There's a lot of good options. There is. I mean, I feel like we got to recruit from some of your hockey guys. That's you already have thinking. ice experience. I'm feeling like Munson. That's going to be a good curve. I mean, you know what? Sean's out. Me, you, Munson, and Jay. Well, we still got. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. He could be a Arl to it. Yeah, you know what, Sean? You work on your luge thing. <laughs> you should work on the single luge. Yeah. <laughs> we'll all hang out. We're in the same country. We'll get an Airbnb together. Uh, sports. I mean, other than that, sports like Sounders are starting up here soon. End of the week, end of the month. I'm trying to think what else. Like Arsenal won a game, but then they've had like nine days off or whatever. Historic game tomorrow for the Seattle Kraken. Okay, it's against the Winnipeg Jets. I believe the game's at like four ish on Root Sports. The reason why it's historic is that uh, John Forslund, the usual play-by-play guy, is doing um, a, a national broadcast game. I think he's doing, like, the Vegas game. So he's been recruited to – and he, he's still our cracking guy, but, like, every once in a while they're going to bring him, I think, to do national games, which is quite a, a feather in his That's cap. awesome. He's amazing. That's not the historic thing. So you're taking Everett Fitzhugh, who's the radio play-by-play guy, putting him in as the, the TV play-by-play guy, him teamed up with JT Brown, who's the analyst for the, the TV, makes them the very first – all black uh, broadcast team in hockey. Oh, nice! Which I thought was that's kind of a cool thing. It is, yeah. So that that that's that's a pretty uh, momentous moment for momentous moment. Is that like saying the same thing twice? It's a pretty special moment for the Seattle Kraken. I guess momentous moment is twice, isn't it? I'm not very good at making things seem bigger <laughs> than they are. It's pretty freaking cool, and it's happening tomorrow in Root Sports. So if you want to watch that game against the Winnipeg Jets, Everett, will, and Everett does a great job. I listen to a lot of the radio games on Wednesdays when I'm at training. All right. So like when I'm driving home, I'll listen to the game. He does a great job, so it's going to be awesome. I have no idea where Winnipeg is. It's I know in it's Canada. in Can- I know it's in Canada. I'm just saying, like I don't know which province. Manitoba. Is it east yeah. or west? I think it's leaning more towards the east. Okay. Like, Only I know Montreal's it, over there by, like, Buffalo. Yeah. We've got Vancouver. Yeah. Calgary seems like it's kind of in the middle. Yeah. Edmonton as well. Edmonton leans more towards the west coast. That's what I thought. Uh, I only think that Winnipeg's more towards the east coast because the game starts around 4. That's why all right, That's where I was like, 4 o'clock. Where the hell is this? Right. So it's got to be more of an east coast side of things. All right. Yep, we're here for your geog- ge- geographical needs. Oh, man, last time I watched USA and Canada playing soccer, like my buddy's like, where is this at? And I was like, in Canada? He's like, I know that. Like, where? And I was like, I'm not sure. Somewhere think it was Canadian. in Hamilton? Ontario. Oh, there we go. That's about as far as I know. All right, if you want to send us a question for the Twitter question, Twitter of, the question of the week, just follow us on Twitter at the Megacast or just tweet Ted or myself on our personal social media pages. Otherwise, um, if you're in Eugene, Oregon this weekend, I'm going to be wrestling, Pal Pro Wrestling. What are you wrestling? Saturday night? Saturday night. In That's Eugene. right. You're in Eugene this weekend. All right. Yes. I know. So then I'm in Oregon next weekend. Oh, that would have been timed out great. I know. I was going to just drive over. Yeah. So anyways, if you live in the Eugene area, it's at the uh, University of Oregon campus uh, at McCall Hall. And I don't know what time it's at. Just go to Pal Pro Wrestling, like price seven.
All right. Next, I'm telling you, get a picture in front of the uh, house. The Animal House. Yeah. This one is called Animal Housing. Oh, nice. That's the name of the uh, the, the show because Dan Housing is uh, on the show uh, from All Elite Wrestling. Awesome dude. And so they, they, they're they showing a nod to the fact that the movie Animal House was filmed there. Nice. I got to track that place down. Yeah, the house is easy to find. I want to say some of the campus scenes were filmed somewhere else, but the facade of the house is it's that house there in Eugene. Is it occupied? Yeah. It oh. might be the school might own it now or something. What a like, weird thing. Oh, I'm sure there's people like me and you that do like it's like I, the Goonies house. I wonder if they get annoyed. I don't know, but I'd have to think when you like when your office is in the animal house, like you've got to expect dudes from 40 to 60 just to be in there all the time out front showing up with beer. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's up? Guitars to smash. Hell yeah. I gave my love. <laughs> what the hell was it? I don't remember. I, don't, I just know he crushes it. All right. We'll see you uh, next week. Next week, man. We're back in action. Let's go. Let's go. I don't know where we're going, but let's go.